Welcome to the She Impacts Culture podcast. I'm Dr. Jen Bennett, your host on this exciting journey where faith meets the world of work and entrepreneurship. Here, we champion Christian women like you who are called to lead and transform the marketplace for Christ. Every month, I have inspiring conversations with remarkable women who are changing the game in their careers by leading with faith and influence. If you're a woman with a strong desire to lead, influence, and impact culture within the marketplace and the entrepreneurial landscape, then this podcast is for you. Grab your favorite drink and let's dive into the stories and insights that will encourage you as you impact culture. This podcast is your special community, tailor-made with you in mind. Friends, welcome to the She Impacts Culture podcast. Friends, welcome to the podcast. I am thrilled to be here with you today. And quite honestly, I'm excited to just share a little bit with you about what the Lord has laid on my heart, which you've kind of seen the theme of this throughout the year a little bit. But this theme, this word, this scripture, these thoughts, I just... I can't get them out of my mind. And so because of that, I really believe that this is something the Lord wants me to continue to lean in, to share, and to just provide some insight as God is teaching me. So if you've listened to any of my past episodes, you know that Jeremiah 29.7 is a verse that is really just close to my heart. Jeremiah 29, 7 says, But seek the welfare of the city where I have sent you into exile and pray to the Lord on its behalf, for in its welfare you will find your welfare. I've probably been hanging on to this verse for over a year now. And honestly, when I first got a hold of it, I didn't know why, but I knew that it it did something within me. And then as I was offered my new position at Indiana Wesleyan University in the entrepreneurship um, division and teaching entrepreneurship and helping to lead out that program, I knew then that Jeremiah 29, 7, that is the verse for entrepreneurship here at IWU. Why? Well, because when we as entrepreneurs seek the welfare of the city where God has sent us, where God has planted us. And if we will pray for the city on its behalf, then in its welfare, we will find our welfare. And I was like, this is a perfect verse for entrepreneurs as they are seeking out, specifically student entrepreneurs, as they are seeking out where it is that God's leading them and the work that God wants to do within them when it comes to entrepreneurship. But Today, I want to say that this verse doesn't just relate to entrepreneurs. It goes so much deeper than that. So I want to first start off by sharing a story with you that, again, if you've listened to some of my past episodes, you might be a little familiar with. So when I first came to Marion, Indiana to check out the city and the university, I cried. I remember Luke, Liam, and I, we were leaving Indiana, and we were heading back to North Carolina because that's where we were living at the time. And as we drove away, I cried 
and I cried and I cried. And the reason being is because I knew that this was where God was calling me to work and for us as a family to come and live. But friends, it was so different than any other place I had lived. Remember, or if you don't know me and you're just kind of hopping in, I'm originally from Miami and I spent 15 years of my married life right outside of Orlando, Florida. And then we were three years in Clemens, North Carolina. And so as my husband likes to say, we have always lived in destination cities, places where people go to vacation. And so when we came to Indiana, I just cried because I knew that this was going to be so different than any place I had ever lived. And yet through those tears, I knew deep down that I had to trust Jesus because I knew he was calling us here. So I said yes, along with my family. And we moved here in July of 2020, right in the middle of COVID. Now, one of the things that you may not know is that Marion, Indiana, it's located in Grant County. And here are a few statistics that I want to share with you, which I think is part of the reason why when we first drove through here, I was just taken back by it all. Because even though I didn't know these numbers, I could see it. So only 19% of people in Grant County have a bachelor's degree. We are number three for poverty in Indiana. We are number one for child poverty in Indiana. And over 70% of students in our county are on free and reduced lunches. And so once we moved here and I started settling in and I saw these numbers, I knew that there had to be some kind of way that I could impact my community. And maybe this is where She Impacts Culture came about to the podcast and all of these ideas going through my head and Jeremiah 29.7. Maybe that's why Jeremiah 29.7 has been the verse that I have held on to since I've been here in Marion, Indiana, the verse that, that God has laid on my heart about seeking the welfare of the city where he has sent me and to pray to the Lord on its behalf, because in its welfare, I will find my welfare. And so, again, when I saw these numbers, I knew that I had to do something. Like, I couldn't just sit around. And so, this is where and when the idea for She Leads at IWU, She Leads at Indiana Wesleyan University, came about. And if you've been following me on social media, you may have heard some of this, but I was awarded a grant to start this program where we will here at IWU, me and my team that I've just recently assembled, we will connect with young women in grades 10 through 12 and give them the opportunity to be a part of a year-long She Leads program that my team and I will lead out here at Indiana Wesleyan University. And this upcoming year, we're going to start the program in 2024 and carry it through 2025. This first year, we are going to specifically open it up to young women in Grant County. And so I say all of that because this is 
what God laid on my heart. He provided the funds to make it possible. And this is where he has told me right now, not only in my work at Indiana Wesleyan University, but also in this initiative that he wants me to lead out in to impact culture. And so through all of this, here's what I want to say, friends. We have not been called to withdraw from the cities and communities where God has placed us, where God has sent us. And this has been a key lesson, learning opportunity for me in the three and a half years that I've been here in Marion, Indiana, is that we have not been called to withdraw from the cities and communities where God has placed us, where God has sent us. We have not been called to just watch everything that's happening and not try to do something about it. And I'm not saying, when I say this, I want you to know this. I'm not saying that we need to fix every single problem and we need to be a part of everything. That's not what I'm saying at all, because goodness, if you know me, you know that I'm not into doing things just for the sake of doing things. And I definitely don't believe that we should just do anything and everything in order to try to save everything and everybody. No, I really believe that God has called us to specific things that we can do, whether it's using our gifts, our skills, our talents that can help the city and the community where God has placed us. You see, I think we should be motivated to work for and to seek the welfare of the city. And part of that is because our well-being, our welfare is wrapped up in seeking the welfare of the city where God has placed us. I've said this before, but we are not where we are by mistake. Like God has specifically placed us in our cities and our communities for a reason. It's not by accident. And goodness, hear me out. I am so easy to fall to where I just want to, you know, be done with my work, go home, pull into my garage and rest and just kind of veg out. I get that because if you know me, you know, I get tired. I like to go to bed early. I deal with hypothyroid, so I easily get fatigued, all of those things. But I don't believe that that's what God has called us to. Like wherever it is that God has placed us right now, we've been called to seek the welfare of that city. So you may be asking, that's great, Jen, but how can I seek the welfare of the city where God has planted me? How can I even begin to think about creating a meaningful or even transformative space in my community? Like, I don't know where to start. I'm just trying to get through each and every day. Well, friends, I'm so happy that you asked. <laughs> so I want to share with you some specific ways that you can start doing just that, that you can start seeking the welfare of the city where God has planted you. So number one, pray for your community. One of the best ways to do this is by taking a walk through your community, your neighborhood. Take regular prayer walks through your neighborhood and city. You will see things that maybe you haven't noticed before. And I want to encourage you that when you're doing these walks, like don't have your music playing, don't have a podcast playing, 
even though I really want you to listen to the She Impacts Culture podcast, but don't do any of that. Just take yourself and walk. Walk through your city. Walk through your neighborhood. And as you walk, pray for the well-being of your community, its residents, and its leaders. And as you're walking and praying, ask God to show you how you can impact culture right where you are. I can promise you, if you do that, he will show you, he will tell you. So I think this is, number one, one of the easiest ways that you can start seeking the welfare of your city is by just committing to taking regular prayer walks through your community, through your neighborhood, through your city, and see what God does and see how God speaks to you. Number two, learn about your community. Here's some questions for you. Do you know where your community struggles? Do you know what your community is known for? Do you know your local leaders? I want to encourage you to find some time to research your community and learn as much as you can about it. Because the more that you know about your community, the more you're going to know exactly what to pray for. And the more you know about your community, the more God is going to show you, here's the area that I want you to step into. Here is where I want you to use your gifts, skills, and talents. Here is where I want you to impact culture. So let me encourage you, do some research. Find some time to to just research your city and see what you can specifically learn about it. If you have museums or places in your city that give a history of your city, go visit those. Find some time to just Go and learn and see how God speaks to you in that way. Number three, enjoy your community. I want to encourage you to choose to shop and eat locally and support small businesses in your city. Not only does this help stimulate the local economy and it creates job opportunities for residents, but it also gives you the opportunity to get to know some of your local leaders who are working to make your community better through their businesses. And so, again, it can be so easy to just kind of go to all of the places that we're used to and this and that, but I really want to encourage you to choose to shop and eat locally and to support those small businesses in your city because those small businesses in your city are doing great work. I've recently had the opportunity to just start meeting and engaging with more and more entrepreneurs and leaders in my city. And it has been a wonderful thing to see and experience the incredible work that they are doing and to just get to know them. These are some incredible people. And I'm just going to give you a little insight here. The beginning of 2024, I am going to host a specific series here on the podcast where it's all about loving where you live. And I'm going to specifically chat with some of the local leaders here that I've had the opportunity to meet and engage with and get to know. And I really think you're going to be encouraged by their stories. So number three, enjoy your community. Choose to shop and eat locally, support small businesses in your city, and get to know those leaders. Number four, open your home to community. Friends, I cannot wait to do this again when my home is done. In case you didn't hear, we had a devastating house fire on March 7th, 2023, that that date will always be in my mind. 
You can hear the full story on episode number 79. But truthfully, I cannot wait to get back into my home, which I'm hoping and thinking is going to be towards the end of February, beginning of March, which will be at about the one year mark. But here's the thing. Get to know your neighbors by maybe organizing some gatherings at your house or simply stopping to chat when you see them. Building strong community bonds will have a positive impact in your community. And so again, be willing to open your home to get to know people. I cannot wait to have people over to our house again for taco night. That's one of the things that we did quite often is that we would have people over, we'd make tacos, and we'd just enjoy each other's company. I cannot wait to do that again. When our new home is done, we are going to invite people over to just come and celebrate with us. And so open your home to community. Don't let the, oh, my house isn't nice enough, my house isn't big enough, my house isn't clean enough. Don't let that stop you. People tend to not care about that. And that's the truth. They just want to be in community. We have a lot of lonely people. And so open your home to community, get to know your neighbors. And then number five, engage with your community. Network. Now, I'm not always a big fan of the name or the word networking because it can just give off these negative vibes of, you know, salesy people giving you their business card and just trying to get business from you, this and that. No, when I think of networking, I'm thinking more of just giving ourselves the opportunity to connect with fellow Christians and community leaders to network and collaborate on projects that ultimately seek the welfare of the city. You see, when we can come together, so much can be done. So much can be done. It's hard to do things in silos and by ourselves. And so collective efforts often will yield a greater impact. So don't be afraid to reach out to people. Set up coffee dates with locals to hear their stories. Be curious. I love it when people reach out to me and say, hey, can we meet? I'd love to meet up for coffee and just chat. So engage with your community. I always tell my students in my entrepreneurship classes is that we don't wait for people to approach us. We approach them first. We don't wait for people to come and ask us for coffee. We go and ask them first. Because the problem is if we are waiting for people to do that for us, then we will be waiting a very long time. So friends, I want to share that with you too. Don't wait for people to approach you. You approach them first. Engage with your community and allow God to give you the opportunity to start getting to know a variety of people with a variety of stories. Who knows what God can do through that? And then finally, number six, be neighborly. Friends, it is so important that we lead by example in our community. Don't be afraid to live out your Christian values in your daily life. Don't be afraid to demonstrate love, compassion, and integrity, and inspire others to do the same. So be neighborly. Again, God has you where he has you for a specific reason. And I really want to encourage you to seek God and see how you can start seeking the welfare of your community. So let me run through these six tips for you again. Number one, pray for your community. Number two, learn about your community. Number three, enjoy your community. 
Number four, open your home to your community. Number five, engage with your community. And number six, be neighborly. Pray, learn, enjoy, open, engage, and be. Friends, our faith calls us to actively engage with and to improve the places where we live and where we work. And so fully live into your community. Use your time wisely while you are where God has placed you. Yes, maybe one day God will move you, or maybe he won't. Either way, live fully into the community that God has sent you to. You are not there by accident, and God wants to do a mighty work within you. Friends, I hope this episode has encouraged you. I want to let you know that if you go and you look at the show notes on my website, drjenbennett.com, you will see that I have a list of questions to consider. I would encourage you, maybe go to a local coffee shop, order some coffee from a local entrepreneur, take your journal with you, and maybe allow yourself to think through and reflect on these questions that you will find in the show notes. These questions include, how am I stewarding the resources and spaces in my community for the betterment of all? What steps can I take to be a better steward of God's creation in my city? Am I truly engaged with my neighbors and the broader community? How can I foster stronger connections and relationships with those around me? Am I actively collaborating with local organizations and fellow Christians to make a positive impact? How can I strengthen my networks and partnerships for community transformation? Do I have a long-term vision for the betterment of my community extending beyond immediate needs? Do I regularly seek God's guidance and discernment in my community involvement? And finally, how can my actions reflect the love and generosity of Christ in my city? You can find those questions on the show notes on my website, drjenbennett.com. Friends, I pray that God richly blesses you as you seek the welfare of the city where he has sent you. Friends, thank you so much for listening to the She Impacts Culture podcast. I know how busy life gets. So the fact that you have faithfully chosen to spend a portion of your time with me means so much and something I don't take for granted. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the She Impacts Culture podcast, the best way to do this is to share it with your friends and your community on social media. Also, to keep up to date with all the happenings, I'd love to have you follow me either on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn at Dr. Jen Bennett. Friends, thank you again for your support. May God richly bless you as you impact culture through your influence and leadership in the marketplace for his kingdom. 